Monday night, 9pm, well, just after East FM, 88.1, 107.1. It's time for Occam's Razor, the podcast about the paranormal. I'm Jim Birchall, joined by Sam Collier, frequent visitor. How are you, Sam? Good, thanks for having me. Now, we were just talking off-air. Um, I had a creepy, maybe, UFO encounter just, just on my way to BP on... Uh, calling into uh, BP to pick up some pre-show supplies, and I saw this strange thing pulsating in the sky, uh, sort of in the flight path of Auckland Airport. So at first I didn't give it um, too much credence, thinking it was just a plane or whatever. Um, pulsed for about 10 times, big bright light, sort of um, hard to gauge actually how high it was in the sky, but certainly... Um, you know, something you'd associate with a, a, a plane on approach or, you know, the same sort of height or a helicopter or something like that. At first, because it was stagnant, I did think it was a helicopter and then it sort of pulsated 10 or 12 times and then sort of just disappeared. So I'm going to be uh, reviewing my dash cam in the morning and hopefully posting a video out to the world that proves aliens exist. I'm starting to sound a bit like Giorgio, aren't I? <laughs> Watch the space. Watch the space. It's <laughs> aliens. <laughs> We're not talking aliens tonight, though. We are talking giants or the possibility of um, people finding uh, ancient giant skeletons. Um, now, this story has come to light uh, just this week. There was an article um, across the news wires. I think it was through Stuff, wasn't it? Stuff.co.nz. Um, just, just pertaining to a group down in uh, the Waikato, near a town called Huntley in the uh, North Waikato, which is about an hour's drive from Auckland City. Um, Now, this group is saying that they are in the process of digging an elaborate cave or tunnel um, to uncover some sort of pre-Polynesian giant bones. It's probably the best way to describe it. Or evidence of the... Or bones that would be the evidence of a an ancient and or giant race. I'm not sure these rumours started or where this group has got its information from, but it's causing a few waves. So, Sam, you've been doing a bit of research on this today? Yeah, I have. They've actually been been digging since 2016. Oh, really? Yeah. So, Has um, it been in the media previous to that? Um, not that I could find. I mean, there's always... Yep. The, the stories have been there. Yep. Um, I don't know why... Huntley has come up as as a location, but um, now Huntley's actually a um, it's a coal mine. Um, yeah, it's coal of mine there, isn't it? In the past, yeah. So it's got seam coal seams and things like that. So it's it's not immune to excavation or anything like that. No, no. no. There, I mean, there is a big excava- excavation as you as you coming yeah. out of Huntley as well. So, sure. um, so yeah, allegedly they've been digging in cave in this cave trying to find these. Uh, giant bones yep um allegedly what they appear to be is a um is a tibula yeah that they found so far i've, I've seen that the photo looks around to be about 50 centimeters long but they, is there any scale for some com- or comparison in, in yeah, the video well, they've got tape measure alongside they have, it. okay um so it's not just a, a foot or a shoe or something they usually use no it's things. not a foot or a shoe it's, no. it is a tape measure yeah it, it doesn't say but it appears to be in centimeters yep. but um and what yeah. sort of size are we looking at it appears to be around the fifty centimeter mark, okay. which is it's pretty big. It's, it's pretty big. Yeah, could be a mower, is what people are saying. Yeah, um, you know, it's hard to hard to tell from just a. Now, a has there been any scientific analysis of this to date? Not to my knowledge. Okay. Um, it, with a lot of the stories that we'll probably talk about tonight, there are 
allegedly bones being dug up and found, but where they end up, no one really knows. Yeah. They all um, seem to mysteriously disappear. I believe that this groups that are, that are digging still have the bones with them. Yeah. Um, uh, they have been pretty guarded about um, their identity and stuff, so they're not... They're not sort of Instagrammers out there for a few clicks and likes, are they? They're um, they are yeah. keeping the whole thing pretty secret. Also, allegedly, um, the the site of their dig is on private land, okay. so they I don't, for what it sounds like, they haven't asked for permission either. So, yeah. um, for the reasons of doing that, I don't know. Um, I can only assume that it's. Uh, well, fear, their anonymity being told no. Yeah, their anonymity is is probably a result of that, isn't it? Yeah. You know, to avoid any legal ramifications, um, that sort of thing, and also it's a bit thorny uh, culturally as well. Very thorny, yeah. Um, you've got the uh, native e- iwi of the area. I'm not sure which iwi is actually in the area. There, you might have to look uh, it up for us. Yeah. For those listening, iwi basically is the tribe or the, of indigenous um, of Maori in the area, um, and I'm assuming these amateur excavators have not. Uh, permission from the iwi uh, to do this. No. Uh, and and also, uh, just a bit of a side note, it isn't uncommon for the Maori to have buried or, or have burial sites inside caves. Yep. Uh, it, it was very common it was. for that to happen. Okay. So, you'd, understandably, they'd be a bit upset if they thought that maybe there might be remains of their relatives in this cave and that somebody's just going along and digging it up again. Mm. This does pique my interest because um, I'm not sure if I said this on the air actually, but I received an email a few weeks ago. I think I told you about it, uh, fellow direct from YouTube. Actually, I think I'd made a comment on YouTube about something, and he'd somehow looked me up um, and basically informed me of a grave site of a giant with containing a giant skeleton, or a rumor of this anyway. Um, in an area of um, South Auckland called Mungary Bridge. Um, I was out there actually for another podcast last week and I made a um, the obligatory cruise past the uh, graveyard where this, um, this giant skeleton is said to, uh, to rest. Um, obviously, I wasn't going to go around with a... Um, you know, with a spade or anything, you know, that might have caused a little consternation with the with the locals. Um, but yeah, I, got, I took a few pictures and and spookied it up a little bit on my uh, Twitter and Instagram and that sort of stuff. But obviously, that's um, now I'm starting to wonder if that info has actually come from a member of this group. Um, there can't be too many people interested in this topic. Uh, no, I can't. Or at least acting that. on their interest. Um, and like you said, uh, there there are two sides to this very very clear two sides to this sort of debate whether um, something that predates Maori is, is quite a taboo subject. It is. Um, you can understand somebody wanting to go in and, and find answers, that's, yep. that's fine, um, but to not ask for permission to actually go and do it or without any archaeological background, it, it's it's not okay. And that, that's what the article pointed towards as well. That um, Yeah, it wasn't what I'd call a balanced article, being a journalist, I... Yep. I thought it was a little bit unbalanced in the sense that it took a lot of comment from an academic, uh, I think her name's Dr. Sean Halcro, who's got, uh, she has got a bit of a history in the media of, of getting a bit defensive um, in terms of um, people speculating on the origins of, of Maori or, or yep. whether they were indigenous at all to New Zealand, whether, whether another race of uh, people came before them, um, and as you say in New Zealand, it's it's uh, I wouldn't say it's taboo, but it's something that's you know you'll get piled with quite a bit of scorn if you yeah. if you try to challenge the status quo, which for people who are interested in 
um, the ancient origins of, of this country's flora and fauna and so forth, yep. um, you know, is a little bit annoying. It's a little bit difficult if you like to question the truth you're, and you're sort of um, being roadblocked by academics. Um, I noticed she actually quoted, this is, sorry, this is Dr. Sean Halcrow again. Um, I haven't actually got the direct quote here, but it basically it's she's suggesting that this whole thing is just thinly veiled racism. Um, someone's got it in their head to 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 prove uh, to the world that Maori weren't indigenous, um, and you know she's feeling a bit threatened, I suspect, by this, uh, as a lot of people probably would. Um, and this this topic comes up quite often in New Zealand, uh, but as you said, you know, it gets thrown up pretty quickly by the uh, mainstream yeah. media, certainly. Yeah, so there's a lot of debate going over um, whether Maori were here first, and obviously. This, you know the introduction of the white man coming to New Zealand and and what the Treaty of Waitangi symbolises as well. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Some people want to revoke um, colonialism and things yeah, like that's that. Right. It's obviously a bit late for that. But <laughs> yeah, and I think you know just from my opinion, doing a dig like this, it, it's not race related. I think it's just about no. finding answers. Yeah, I um, think she's drawing a long bow with that comment. To be perfectly yeah. honest. Yeah. Um, I think it's, you know, some people with a genuine interest who are, you know, well, but like us, you know, like you, you investigate haunted houses and yeah. I ha- have a show that talks about people investigating haunted houses, yeah. you know. I mean, and, and like I've, I've always said, I don't consider myself to be an expert or a professional mm. on anything. It's it's stemmed from an interest. Mm. Um, but neither are these people. They're not proclaiming that's, that's that right. either, are yeah. they? But I guess, you know, you've got to start some, somewhere with experience. And, and, and also, I know as a journalist there, you're taught to seek out learned comment for your stories. You're, you're directed towards the authority of such and such. This, this particular journalist would have Googled, yeah. um, you know, put, would have put all this into Google and, and this particular um, professor came up and they look for the one that's most likely to get a reaction from the, from the readership. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, someone who says potentially inflammatory things which can spark a fire in people that have uh you know xenophobic leanings and things like that um and and, you know that that's why they do it you know it's it's inflammatory but it makes people read and at the end of the day it's selling newspapers isn't it well getting people to look at your website now more and it's it's starting a discussion as well so well that's the thing but um i mean looking at it looking at it plausibly there is more than enough evidence to suggest that giants could have lived. There's certainly one-off examples, people suffering from medical conditions and things yep. like that. But if you discount the fact that the bone is most likely a moa bone, without obviously it being examined, we don't know that, that's speculation as well. Um, if you discount that, you know, are we looking at some sort of ge- genetic freak, for lack of a better term, or are we, you know... Is it just they've just got it all wrong? Um, well, a genetic freak maybe, um, but we're also looking at uh, possibly another race of of people. Yep, um, humans or alien? Well, that is the question, isn't mm. it? Um, you know, Maori did describe giants in their mythology, mm-hmm. uh, fairy folk type, and people. it's not unique to Maori, it, is it? It's I mean? not unique to Maori, mm. and you know, um, stories even back towards the the 1500s as well from Peru and 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 that's been documented mm. and yeah that's it's a few hundred years ago but it's not that long ago yeah and, and 
when you consider things um, that we've dug up from a long time ago, like dinosaur bones and things like that, mm-hmm. um, yes, we haven't found any specific full skeletons of giant human beings, but, you know, the 1500s, it wasn't that long ago. You, you would wonder no, it wasn't. I mean, there was still, even though ignorance was fairly total in those days, there was still um, people that were learned enough to, you know, because they didn't know what a lot of things were, there was people who were pretty intrepid and tenacious about investigating stuff they didn't understand. So quite often there was sort of, um, you know, a lot of study done on these sort of things. If yeah. something appeared unusual, um, you know, they, they had more time on their hands. They weren't checking their phone every five seconds, you know. No. Um, and they were taking these great sort of, you look at, you know, all the great discoveries in Egypt and all that sort of stuff and the golden age of exploration, um, you know, right. that was that was commonplace and... Well, I mean, and and in terms of wondering where the bones went to and and that, um, there hasn't been, we we know mowers existed in New Zealand, there hasn't actually been a lot of mower bones found necessarily, or complete mowers necessarily. No. So, um, allegedly, from what people are saying, if there were giants that were living in New Zealand, they were possibly hunted and and eaten to extinction. Mm. So... I mean, yeah, saying that could upset. Fee fi fo fum. That's right. That, yeah. could, that could upset a lot of people. You know, um, cannibalism <laughs> in New Zealand could. isn't isn't necessarily. I so, think it's talked about a lot, but no. I mean, well, the indigenous Maori did did perform cannibalism. Not yep. not all tribes, not all Iwi. Um, I think a lot of it was down um, with the southern tribes was was more prevalent. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure, someone probably will. Um, but that's my understanding of it anyway. Um, and it's also part of the explanation that we use for why do we no longer have mowers in New Zealand? Because they were eaten. Because they were hunted and eaten. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Not very sensitive, but it kind no. of makes but it does make sense, sense when, you, when you think about it. Yeah, it does. I mean, you know, we do it with fisheries now, don't we, in the yeah. sea? You know, we overfish things and, and things go into decline and it's the way it is. And particularly if you're a, you know, a, a race that has to live off the land, so to speak, there's no organised farming or anything like that aside from right. crops. Then you see a big cumbersome looking beast, and you you know you're going to throw a spear through it, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Take it down. <laughs> yeah, you got to take it you down. Know, and if if you got a family to feed, it's well, that's right. It's, it's KFC, but with a mower. Know what I mean? Um, this fellow IJ is the fellow who's who's done the YouTube videos um, and involved in the excavation. Um, he does. There is some. There is some credence for his claims, though, because he's a local guy uh, who says the cave may contain victims of the Spanish flu, of all things. Um, I'm not sure the exact timeline that the Spanish flu hit New Zealand. Um, are you any of the wiser I'm, there? I'm none the wiser there either. Okay, but the the same thing has been linked to another. Um, dig that was done in 1920s where they found some large skulls. This one yep. also took place in Wanganui, so uh, Kaitoki Swamp. Okay. Um, again, the remains, uh, so it's a question mark where they are now. Okay. But uh, but we know that it did take place. The, the dig that did, it, it did take place. Was it covered in media at the time? Um, there is a small article, a very old-looking article that I saw yep. a, a picture of. Um, so basically it was... Some road workers in the 1920s were yep. going through the Kaitoki Swamp digging, building a road, and they uncovered uh, skulls. Well, I think it was three skulls, uh, twice the size of a human. 
twice the size. Twice the size is what it says. Um, and they they all had a hole in the in the temple of the skulls, okay. suggesting that they'd possibly been hit by a patu, which would give yep. give a little bit of uh, credence to the hunted and eaten sort of. Mm, but if you've got a skull that's twice as big as the average, imagine yeah. how big you are. Yeah, well, that's a David and Goliath situation. Unless happening, you're isn't someone it? with a big head, of course. But oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they might have thought you're a witch because you're yeah. too smart or something. You know, exactly. Giant head. So, um, yeah. It was it was suggested that maybe the bones were taken away and no one knows where they are, or it was also possible that they were told to cover it over again and carry mm. on. Mm. So, um, yeah, the, the remains of that are, are unknown. I just think with those sort of stories, um, someone would have said something. Yeah, there's a little it's bit of It's too big a story it's just to cover yeah. up, you know? Uh, but and, and that's my question. Why would you cover up the existence of, of giants? Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, what is there to gain from denying it? Well, it I, uh, well, I think, I think probably not so much in 2020, but in 1920, um, you know, you got religious considerations. You know, if they, you know, if they if they're proving that there was a giant race that inhabited the earth before people did, or even you know, some sort of uh, how would I put it? Sort of if there was a yeah, it would throw everything into disarray is probably the best way to describe it. Yeah. Um, Although, you know, there, there because are Because your, story, your story doesn't make sense. Th- there are it? giants in the Bible as well. Yeah. If you think of David and Goliath. And, mm. and, uh, but when I think giant, when, when I think Goliath, I'm thinking a guy was probably six foot six. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. But, I mean, in those days, that's 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 a giant, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, when you think of, of uh, the other end of the scale, uh Gnomes, leprechauns, garden gnomes, they're probably yep. just somebody with dwarfism, right? Yeah, almost certainly. Yeah, I yeah. mean, uh, I read an article the other day saying that garden gnomes were derived by gardeners that were people with dwarfism. Is and, that right? And that's where it came from. So they were sort of making a homage to themselves? That's right, or, yeah. That's interesting. I also learnt that the um, they found a girl, uh, sort of an unknown girl, and her face became the CPR doll. That we use today for yep. CPR training. I'm just trying to remember the exact story. You might know it better than me. Yeah, I, I know the story. I forget yeah. the name. She does have a name, but yeah, it was. Was a, she French a, or? Yeah, I think so. Like it that, was a, a drowning victim, I believe. Yeah, yeah, and and, and she went unidentified for a long yep. time. Well, I think she was never identified. I'm not entirely sure, but her face. They 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 liked her face so much that they made sort of a mold of it, like a death mask situation. Yep. Um, someone with a morbid fascination probably did that. Maybe yep. someone working in the morgue or whatever. But um, they used it as the model for CPR dolls that we use today. So, which also have a specific name, but I've yep. never done a course. So I'm not entirely well, sure what they're called. They, have you? They, but you they, don't remember. They they give them their own names. They don't yeah. tell you what they're called. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, back to back to our giant situation overseas. Um, I mean, we've touched on the Bible and so forth, but overseas, particularly in France, there was a quite a famous case in 1890, the Giants of Castelnau. Um, do you know much about? I don't. This? I don't know much about this one. No. Okay. Well, there was no. There's been no modern peer-reviewed study done on, on you know the aspects of the case or anything like. That. And again, the bones have gone missing, so there's not a lot we can do in that regard. It's a bit like Hitler's skull, isn't it? You know, it's sort yep. of got someone cleaned it up and and took it to Russia and. Yeah, you know, it may or may not be a skull. I'm guessing it and probably it may isn't. or may not be him. No, I'm yeah. guessing he probably he gapped to Argentina or something. Yeah. I think that holds the most weight. 
Um, now, the skull was purported to be, they said it was there was some dating done on it. How accurate that was in 1890, I don't know. Um, but they said it was probably from the Neolithic period, which is kind of the end of the Stone Age, about 12,000 years ago. Um, and sort of, and they thought, you know, this this race have, had evolved, and that was that was the evidence of it. Um, but they only ever found one body, from what I understand. Um, so again, it could be an isolated case of some sort of, you know, um, deformity or, yeah. or um, peculiarly grand. I'll say that again. You know what I'm getting at? Yeah. Pituitary gland problem. Um, to me, that's the most likely case. But also I've heard that it's a giant hoax as well and it was just planted in a newspaper. So, I mean, the, we've talked about this before, that around that era was this sort of um, the high point of spirituality and, and hoaxes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, the internet wasn't around. Mass media wasn't really around. You would hear these isolated stories from dark corners of the globe and... You know, a newspaper editor would say, hey, that sounds all right. There's a giant anaconda we've found or something like that, you know. Something to write home about. And Absolutely. Knowing, knowing that no one's ever going to go and travel to these places. They're not going to fact check yeah. you, are they, you no. know? And that's the thing. So I think probably take Carson with a grain of salt, even though it is probably the most well-known case. But these stories don't seem to go away. Um, there was these ones in Greece. Um, I think they were called Canaan, which I'm not mistaken – means kingdom of god i think something like that um anyway the canaan skeletons um they said again the um the evidence hasn't been reviewed by anyone in the scientific community or if it has they haven't published any findings um i think out of all of these these this is the one that's probably likely to be the um likely to be a fake like yep. to be a hoax um reason for that again it's it's sketchy there's just no evidence of of these things even being found, I think it was documented in a, in a news report again um, with really nothing much to back it up. No. But, you know, these things get traction once they start and, you know. Yeah, especially nowadays on the internet, things things get a little bit out of control. Have you yeah. heard of the, uh, the giant of Kandala? No, I haven't. Tell yeah. me about that. So uh, during, I think it was the Iraqi war, yep. some soldiers were attacked by said giant uh, again, quite a common description, pale skin, red hair, um, emerged from a cave. Um, in the Kandahar Hills or something, yeah. when they were hunting Osama. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, something to that degree. And and uh, this giant attacked one of the soldiers, uh, first name only Dan. It's a humanoid, though. It is a humanoid. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they actually opened fire on it, killed it. It got taken away. So that's the story that's floating over the internet. But what year was that? Early two thousands. Early two thousands, I think. Been. Yeah, yeah. But as it turns out, the source was um, a notorious blogger who would make up make up, this make sort up of stories. Story. So um, fitting, fitting. With that, the thing, was that fact checked through Snopes and all that sort of yep, thing? Was it? Yep. Okay. Definitely on Snopes that story. Yeah. But um, you know, even even I've you know, as I'm surfing through YouTube and stuff, that story would come up quite a bit. Mm. Um, so you can see how. Um, well, once something goes, once something on, goes viral and yeah, it's unexplained, it. you know, and, you know, people, people just start believing. They send it to their friends, they send it to their friends, and then someone gets an image and manipulates that and adds it to a meme or a you know yep. news story, creates a new a fake news story. Yep. Someone uh, passes it on. Check out. Check out this. Yeah. This is this is going to blow your mind. And yeah. 
And all. these people at Snopes actually must do some quite thorough investigation, right, actually, yeah. eh? In terms of a digital footprint, that they can probably find most of that reasonably easily. But in terms of motivation and stuff to to prove someone had malicious intent, yeah. you know, creating a hoax or whatever. So I mean, it's a pretty good go-to site. I yeah. mean, uh, if, if all else fails, check with them first. Check with Snopes first because yeah. they're on the case. Yeah, they are. Um, there are some cases in history. One of my favourite hoaxes is the Cardiff Giant. You know about the Cardiff Giant? Yeah. Okay. Um, Sort of a travelling showman by the name of George Hull. Was he a travelling showman, or he said a bit of just a yeah, I believe bit he of was. a jack lad. Yeah. He was okay. So he was a PT Barnum kind of guy, yeah, but think, on a small I think scale. So, yeah. Yeah. I've seen similar photos of that would suggest that. Yeah, and he, he created a, a the Cardiff Giant essentially. Yeah. It's big, sort of as you can imagine, giant. But it it didn't really hold up to scrutiny. It it mm. um, when people really examined it, did it. But, you know, he was running a travelling show, of course it didn't. There's always been a few cases of Sasquatches and things like that turning up yeah. on those shows, and 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 they always encase it in a, in a sort of, um, you know, in ice or something like that yeah. to make identification, you know, a lot harder for yeah, people. Right. Personally, I just think it's a bit of fun. And it wouldn't be back in the minute. They didn't have a lot to do. No, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you know. And, again, it, it, it's like we've, we've been talking about the whole you know, going abroad and writing home something that people wouldn't be able to fact check. Yeah. And then, the, you know, the, the travelling carnivals and things like that, the, the freak shows, that's that, that's that mm. slice of of bringing it back to the to the normal folk and, and they can have a look and, and get scared, get amazed, whatever. Absolutely. What fascinates me, though, is in the modern age, we're, we're just talking about how much more connected the world is and stuff now, that people are still falling for it, though. Don't you think they are? They mm. are indeed. But I mean, I uh, think they want to though. It's, people, it's people part of the believe, fun, isn't it? And, you know, yeah. people get lost in their own imagination as well. Yeah. Um, but I think there are a lot of people more so now that just completely flat out deny anything. Yep. Um, and you know, they, they don't have that sense of imagination. No, everything's everything's bullshit. Because they've they've focused on their uh, smartphones and on their yeah. gaming and all that sort of mm. stuff. Anything peripheral to that is is um, yeah, as you said, just oh, that's BS. We'll just throw it in the basket. You know? Yeah, I I prefer to if if I don't know, I say I don't know. Yeah. Um, but that's a reason measured response, if, isn't if, it? Yeah. If I if I have if I don't believe it, I try and give an explanation of what it could be. Mm. So, but but I mean, there are the skeptics that just say no. Nah, yeah. Straight it. up. That's it. They're usually engineers or practical sort of people like yeah. that, aren't they, with not a lot of imagination or or romance, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, but then there's people like me who just sort of push it to the stink, mostly to annoy them, do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That's uh, all right. But, I mean, yeah. I've made some notes here. Um, actually, sorry, I missed another one here. There's, now, there was. A, I think this one's a hoax. I mean... I don't the, – the intel I've got is that it is, but apparently a gas company um, in the Middle East, some guys were digging a pipeline and they came across a giant skeleton as well. Looking at the photos and some comments from uh, people who uh, know their stuff when it comes to Photoshop and, and all that sort of image manipulation, um, they're saying that the light source is too heavily focused on the skeleton in the ground as opposed yeah. to its surrounds. Uh, which lends to me, you know, that, that they're trying to make you look at a hole in the ground. However, if you took a picture of a giant 
um, skeleton in a hole in the ground, you wouldn't really take pictures of the guys digging it up, would you? You, no, know, you wouldn't really worry about yeah, the rest no. of it, would you? That's that's not, not that important. It's not the key to it, is no, it? No, it's not. So I'd probably call that one busted, but I don't know. Have you got an opinion on that one? Yeah, well, uh, a lot of these um, photos, I look at them and, and the skull, I mean, I don't know what a giant would have looked like, but to yep. me, if it was to look anything like a human, the skull is kind of a bit too square. Yeah. In some a lot of these photos, and it doesn't look natural necessarily. I think it looks like a stormtrooper helmet. Yeah, a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I think that one's probably busted as well. There's one in Australia as well, and they were talking about some guys digging for minerals and stuff in Western Australia, and they had a similar thing come up. But I don't. I just anecdotally, I can't can't find anything that backs that story up either. So. Who knows? I mean, as we've been, we alluded to earlier, there's been tales throughout history in the Bible. You know, we're talking about Goliath and so forth. Um, things like chalk drawings in the UK, um, obviously of giants, you know, waving clubs around and things like that. Yeah. Um, vivid imagination, or but uh, you know, if you go into that trouble, then obviously you've got some sort of belief. Yeah, well, I think I mean the word giant itself comes from Greek mythology. I think yeah, gigantes. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think the the term was first used in the twelve hundreds, as far as I know. Um, so it, it is one of those things that we we even have it in our fairy tales from Jack and the Beanstalk and yep. things like that. So um, yeah, yeah you got to wonder where it comes from. Where, where does it come from? I mean, mm. and like you said, maybe it is just referring to tall people, mm. people that were bigger than normal humans, but. They weren't necessarily a different race of people. It was just a, a genetic mutation, and yeah, and obviously it is a bit of a bit of a freak show to some people. They would highlight some, <laughs> something like that. So, you yeah, know, if absolutely. someone was very obviously twice my size, you yeah, know, you'd you'd look at them. Because I mean, you, Robert Pershing Wadlow, he got up to eight foot eleven, didn't he? Yep. Um, and <laughs> that's big. I mean, that's huge, isn't it? Yeah. I I've actually. Yeah, I've stood next to the um, stat. They've got a statue of him at Ripley's, believe yeah. it or not, in London. I've stood next, and he—he was a big guy, seriously big. Um, you know, I look pretty small next to him, and uh, <laughs> you know, you get all these—you you have to laugh when you get some of these small Asian girls come and take photos with him and stuff <laughs> like that. And he's literally like twice as big as him. Yeah, it's—he um, was—he was a big guy. I mean, that sort of thing does happen. But ge- genetically, someone like that tall wouldn't wouldn't. It wouldn't be practical in a world like ours where everything's made to the average human being size. Yep. And, you know, as the saying goes, um, you know, you, you pair up with people that you want to, you know, share your, your genetic uh, makeup with. And, yep. and <laughs> Is that be, what we call it? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Oh, I'm a bit lost for words. But, <laughs> but yeah. you, you know, someone that's tall. Yep. You wouldn't necessarily want that gene pool to carry on, you know, no. if, if if that person's uncomfortable. And, and so you're saying that these people doors. have been taken out. That, yeah, these giants have been. Well, you, you alluded to earlier that the um, uh, the ones with the head injuries and stuff like that, or the the hole in the head. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, that would suggest they were, they were hunted to me, but mm. you know. Mm. And if you were going to kill a giant, you'd you'd strike them in the head, wouldn't you? You would, yeah. Mm. Or you know, or trip them over. Trip them over, then they'd fall on something, perhaps, and then you'd. Mm. Yeah. I just had an image of a giant falling and then making a massive imprint in the ground. Yeah. Um, and then 
that turns into a local legend of the, you know, a Paul Bunyan sort of a situation. Yeah. Um, where he sort of crushes the whole town and but that's all good and makes vast caverns with his knees hitting the turf and things like that's that right. and yeah. yeah but you know that it comes into i mean you hear that sort of um story in, in maori mythology as well in new zealand um i recently went to now where did i go down on the western bay of plenty so um what's the mountain i'm looking for down there not white island that's one we've had some trouble with recently but can you remember the name so, of the mountain I'm talking about? No. <laughs> okay, it's fallen out of my head. But basically the story, uh, the mountains sort of fell in love with each other and then ran away together and all this sort of stuff. So when when they started introducing, you know, colossal um, sort of structures like that, well, not structures, but, but land features like that and, and um, you know, personalising them, giving them human qualities and things like that, you know, that can sort of, that correlates a bit with yeah. sort of the, the giant theme as well, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, just on that as well, there was uh, in where am I? In uh, the Three Kings Islands. Yep. Um, one of the Dutch artists that was on, with Abel Tasman when he arrived in Golden Bay. Yep. Uh, in what was it, 1643? So Isaac drew um, a painting of what depicted three giants standing above um, Three Kings Islands. So, Interesting. He, yeah, he's, he's done a, a picture of the sailing ships going past Three Kings Islands and the islands are depicted as being relatively to scale compared to the ships, but standing mm. on the top of these islands are giant humans. Mm. So whether that was just a matter of perspective or whether he was just trying to... Um, do in his own in his own way a bit of a close up of what he saw the people to look like whether mm. he made deliberately made them bigger or not mm. but uh, as it went back um, they believed that he had indeed seen giants mm. and in the Great Barrier area there's you know they're fully into the whole giant theory as well so mm. Mount Edgecombe is what I was yeah. thinking of earlier <laughs> really? just it fell out of my head for a minute uh, ran off and um, what. Well, Ran off and tried to marry uh, Fakari, White Island. That's the one. Um, yeah. Fell in love and didn't quite work out and ended up getting stuck sort of more inland. Yep. But on recent events, probably got the best end of the deal with the unfortunate incidents we've had there with Fakari uh, recently. Um, where was I at? Um, I, I'm going to throw a massive spanner in the works here. Like, Are you prepared for this? Yep. Okay, it's massive. I've probably got this idea from watching The Simpsons, to be perfectly honest. But I'm thinking um, that these giants have in the past been placed there by movie studios or someone looking to sell something to promote their product. We remember The Simpsons episode where Lisa finds the angel. Yep. Um, and basically it's uh, to promote the opening of a, of a new mall. Um, I wouldn't put that past sort of some of these people in the entertainment business sort of 100 years back at least. Yeah, I wouldn't put a pass it either. I mean, mm. um, you know, you think of of what's on Hawaii at the moment with Jurassic Park and, and yep. that sort of thing. You know, these still parts of those sets are left behind. Absolutely. Um, you know, maybe a giant skeleton would be something from King Kong. Yep. You know, back in the day, so King Kong himself. There's a possibility there, mm. and and you know, it, we don't put it past people to to make up ghost stories for for pubs and things like that just to get sure. connections coming through yep. so 
why not, you know, we just throw a jolly green giant into the mix somewhere. Yeah, a giant's here, come and have a look. Yep. It's good for tourism, that sort of thing, so... It's it's time for another outlandish theory from me. Uh, how about that the giant skeletons are the skeletons of Bigfoots? What do we think of that one? Yeah. Not bad? That, that's not bad. It's more, probably more plausible than some of them. It is. But, yeah, how, how big are we talking here? So giants, I'm, I'm thinking what they're describing might be actually even bigger than what people describe Bigfoot to be. Yeah. Quite possibly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, what Bigfoot range is in the 7 to 10 foot range, yeah, isn't that generally? And, and, and some of these stories, are, they've been describing the giants to be 8 foot, so... Mm. Well, we know... Possi- yeah, I mean, we know from recent history that um, Hobbit-like people existed. Obviously made those discoveries in Indonesia yeah. uh, a few years back, so why couldn't giants have... Um, yeah, well, why, why not? A, but, uh, I mean, again... I mean, there's, there's, there's tribes like the Maasai and all these sort of tribes in, in Africa that, you know, the average height is about six foot seven of, of the men, um, or around two metres tall or so. So, you know, that's getting up there. Obviously, we're not at 11 foot <laughs> magnitude at yeah. the moment. But, yeah, I mean, for me, I think it's... If I had to really pin this down, I would think there's a lot of artistic licence going on i think um there's a lot of probably a lot of charlatans are involved yeah um, definitely early on few lads just having a bit of a laugh uh, it's quite a big laugh to to do that it's quite a lot of work to put into sort of paper mache yourself up a big yeah. golem looking thing though isn't it you know i mean i I'd, I'd like it to be real how cool how cool would it be that if, would be cool yeah. if, if it was real mm. um i mean and Part of me is is kind of hoping these guys find something. Um, and you said they've been at it since 2016? 2016. I think they're looking for a cavern, and they still haven't found it. Yep. But so they've got local intel from somewhere, haven't they? They've got they? intel from it, somewhere, or yeah. it's based on some sort of story that they've heard. Yep. Um, again, my, my only concern is that they're going to upset uh, an existing burial ground in there. Yep. Um and, and that's that's not cool, but no. And they've also they've found moa bones uh, within caves quite often, haven't yeah, they? As well, yeah. like fully preserved sort of ones. But it, but even if they do find moa bones, that's still pretty incredible as well. So, I mean, I I, I think you know, as long as they get some sort of permission, then it, you know, it's mm. worth worth looking into. But by the sounds of it, they haven't. So. Yeah, but we're obviously, again, I'll just hop back to working as a reporter, you tend to approach the uh, the media spokesperson for an iwi when you're looking for comments like this. Yeah. Um, they could quite easily be dealing with someone within that or, you know, as affiliation to that iwi, but <laughs> is not yeah. towing the company line, so to yeah. speak, you know? Because yeah. what would happen if they found something, you know, undiscovered by science, it blew up all around the world, everyone wanted to come to see it, you could charge more than the Lord of the Rings village Hobbiton and, and Matamata for admission, couldn't you? Yep. How much would you pay to see a giant? Uh, yeah, probably about 80 bucks per person. I'd 80 say. bucks, yeah. I think? Okay, okay. Bucks. you wouldn't go above 80. I wouldn't go above, I mean, yeah. Mm. I'd, probably, I'd probably go a bit higher, personally. you go a bit higher? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, it all depends on how many there are. Yeah. Yeah, and how dirty you have to get. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, if they, are they planning to, if they find them, this is speculation, obviously, but if they find them, do we know if they're planning to remove the bodies or the bones at all? 
Um, I'm not too sure. But Are they just looking to document it? Like with any other, uh, probably document it, but like with any other of the stories that we've told today, where are the remains now? Yeah. Is, is there some sort of mass cover-up where we're not allowed to know or talk about the giant beings that once were? No, well, he's saying this IJ, um, who's sort of a bit of a Mr. X, we don't know his real name, um, he's claiming that there's 14 bodies that they know of, and they, they're all around approximately eight foot tall. Which, hey, that lends some weight to my Sasquatch theory. Um, the, the, the fellow who said that it was, um, he was of the understanding that there might be victims of Spanish flu buried there. The fact there's 14 bodies that they're looking for, which is pretty specific. It is specific. And, and where's where this information coming from? Exactly. And I think it's probably from the same person who, mm. <laughs> you know, is letting them excavate their yeah, land, so to speak. Yeah, permission. Um, because that's pretty specific, you know what I mean? And you would only know that, um, A, by someone telling you that, or B, by citing 14 of them yourself. Yeah, but what I don't understand is how do you dig for, what is it, six, uh, four years now? Yeah. Four years, knowing that there's four, someone, someone's given them information that there's 14 in there, but they've had to dig for four years. And how does that person know there's 14 in there? Yeah, exactly. Mm, without so, digging. So obviously is. Are we to assume that this person knows that there's 14 in there? They've they've covered it up. Yep. And then they're having to dig another. Well, another if they've been digging for there. four years, they must have done a hell of a cover up job. They must have done, yeah. A bit like your Oak uh, Island sort of thing, yeah, too. Yeah. 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 Very elaborate sort of. Um, they've, 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 they've thrown a bit of topsoil on that one, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> to be fair. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> it's frustrating, though, because I really want to know more now after reading that story. Yeah. I it actually made kind of the front page, didn't it, on, um, on I think, yeah, stuff.co.nz. Yeah, it did get quite popular. Yeah. But it is that the, the stories throughout New Zealand are there. Mm. Um, like I said, through mythology as well. Um, they're described as, as being tall, fair skinned, redheads. Yep. Um, and it. The same with the uh, Native Americans. They describe their giants to be fair-skinned and uh, red-headed or, or blonde. It's just so, frustrating because it gets lost in the passage of time then obviously, you know, gets embellished and hyperbole comes into it yeah. and, and, you know, the story veers off in 10 different directions and you're not really sure who to believe and, and what to believe. Whether it's just mythology or whether these ancient people actually... Well, they're not actually that ancient. I mean, we're only going back a few hundred years, and yeah, the history right. of human history is not, not long, is it? Yeah. And that, that, that's why I'm asking the question, where, where... It's not that long ago, where have they gone? Yeah. Where have they gone? Why are there no remains that, that we know of? Yeah. Or, or, or why isn't common, common knowledge that hmm. the remains exist? And to be fair... Um, a story about giants would resonate with just about anyone, and if they knew that info, they would have passed it down over the centuries, wouldn't they? Yeah, they would have been talked about constantly. They would have been talked about. I mean, yes, we've got our fairy tales, and, and we've got the stories that we're talking about today. But I think also over a, a few hundred years, genetically, they wouldn't have been wiped out. No, no. So some sort of cataclysmic event, you're thinking. But then again, if that happened, they wouldn't all be in the same cave, would they? No. Unless they've been well, moved there. Going back to the Bible, it describes the giants were wiped out in the Great Flood. Yep. But then it also further on goes on to describe the great giants existing after the Great Flood. So, mm. yeah. the Great Flood, we're thinking tsunami. 
tsunami, yeah. Mm. But we're not really near a coastline there, though, are we? There's the other thing. There's certainly a river there. Yeah. But there's no, there, there's, you know, there's a few, probably 20 k's, not um, 15, 20 k's from the coast at Huntley, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and even then, so it's sort of only. Yeah. yeah. Were, were they, were they. Glenbrook could have been Atlantis or something for all we know. Were they, were they slaves? Hmm. Interesting. Um, I, mean, I just can't see these big giant alien guys walking around, or possible alien guys walking around, and and they're, they're the slaves. Doesn't quite yeah, add up to that, me. That's what doesn't it? No. I mean, you can think of of uh, um, primitive cultures taking down elephants, and yeah, you know, Africans taking down giraffes and things like that. So, you know, with with a with a group of people, maybe you could take one down. Mm. Um. Maybe they weren't aggressive. No. Maybe they didn't fight back. Well, these, um, this guy, uh, IJ, um, does seem pretty tenacious, though, because, I mean, to the, so that's nearly four years ago they've, they've been digging. I don't know if it's because it's taken them that long to reach the area, mm. um, but they've only just started leaking this info out now, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, um, someone's leaked it to the journalists, so it didn't from come from nowhere. Well, I think somebody's getting upset about it now that the word's getting out. Yeah. So, you know, there, there's a bit of, bit of dust being kicked up. Yeah. And I think they're... Do you think that's from within the EU? Yeah, oh, definitely. I think yeah. I think they're... Um, and they've found a sympathetic air with uh, this Dr. Shan Helcrow as well. Yeah. Who's quite, quite divisive from what I've read about it. Well, I mean, a, a lot of these um, stories that might suggest that someone predated Maori, they're, you know... It's not going to go down it's, well, it's is it? It's not going to go down with anybody. No. Um, Remember the furore when, when, well, over the centuries, people have, have claimed, um, you know, people who came to New Zealand, you know, pre-Polynesian times, whether they were, you know, Polynesians who got lost and, you know, just, just turned up for a little bit and decided it wasn't for them and went for summer warmer, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, or was there, you know... Was there um, navigate, ancient navigators from other parts of the world, something like that? Um, New Zealand used to be part of Gondwana land. You know, um, this is stretching it back, obviously, quite a bit. Um, that's why we've got such unique sort of fauna and stuff here because we broke away from that continent and formed our own sort of landmass. So, you know, did were they the original inhabitants? Well, there are stories that suggest that... Um New Zealand might have been inhabited by by Scottish, yeah, as far back as the the twelfth uh, century. They so we're hanging uh, Celtic giants now. Yeah, Celtic giants. I mean, there, there is allegedly a Celtic wall in uh, somewhere near Dargaville. I think it was uh, Waipoa Forest. I have heard that. Tell me more about that. Yeah, I don't know a lot about it myself because no. it's one of those things that it is it is quite secretive. Again, so it's a, so, so some so people is, know about it. There is a, a wall that is believed to predate Maori. And mm. it's, it's um, adorned with Celtic symbols. Um, Interesting. And, and it, yeah, it's, it's in and around Dargaville, I think it is. Um, okay, so Dargaville is sort of an area that was used extensively for gum digging, digging yeah. um, in the sort of turn of the 20th century or even before that. There's immigrants from Croatia, particularly, mm. um, went up there. And, and um, so it's, yeah. I could see that sort of thing happening up there. It's got the scope. It's got the and a, again a, a yeah. firm belief in in these pale skin fairy folk up there as yeah. well. And it's there. right on the west coast yeah. as well because you got the the coast is not far from Dargaville behind it. Um, 
ancient navigators crossing the Tasman Sea would end up there. You know, it's quite they'd be pushed in by by some fairly strong winds into the yeah. the coast. I mean, it, to me, it, you know, there is some plausibility with that. But someone's got to show us this war. We've got to fight. we've got to get it on the show, don't we? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure there there are possibly photos of it that you can find out there. So, so do you know anyone involved in the movement? This, um, not, not, not personally. No. I know names, but yep. not, not personally. Okay. Well, yeah. maybe we should, we should approach them and try and get this. Yeah. That's what this podcast is about, Occam's Razor. It's it's, it's determining fact from fiction. Because um, there's a lot of fiction out there, a lot of stuff that you shouldn't you shouldn't believe, but you do because it's interesting and, and you get excited by it. Yeah. Um, but after a while, you know, it gets to the point where you're like, all right, we need some evidence. We need something concrete here. You show us this wall with these symbols on it. Get That's it right. dated, or however they date rocks, carbon dating or something. Um, you know, and get some results out there and get them reviewed by a bunch of different scientists, not just you know one person who's got a vested interest in the thing. Yeah, and that's the only way we're going to get to the bottom of it, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, of course, it'd take away the the suggestion that it might be racially motivated or anything like that. It's just about. Mm. Oh, I a, think a, I think a, that's a stupid comment from from yeah, uh, I, I, a professor. I think to be honest a, with you, it's just about it's, it's a wind up. It's, it's an interest. It's taking yeah. taking an interest in something that might have happened. I mean, I don't think it's got anything to do with it, race. It, it, it shouldn't upset anybody. It's just a no. you know, a piece of history, possibly. Mm. And why is she so defensive about it as well? Yeah, that's right. You know, people that are overly defensive are worried about being proven wrong, aren't they? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's something to consider. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got to live in the now. There's, there's, <laughs> yeah. there, there's nothing wrong with with having a look back and saying, "Hey, you know, we mm. got history wrong." Mm. I don't think it's going to change anything necessarily. Nah. We 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 still would like to believe that that Maori had a big part to play in New Zealand history. Yep. Uh, I don't. To me, it doesn't matter whether. Somebody mm. might have predated them and lived here once. Yep. I don't think it changes much. No. Well, it shouldn't. It's just recorded history only goes back so far. Um, before that, you know, languages weren't, weren't um, you know, they didn't have a common language between tribes and stuff like that. Um, so a lot of that stuff would have been lost in translation and things like that as well. Yeah. So, you know, whoever made the most of their situation tends to um, be the one who's who's sort of writing the book on it, so to speak. That's, yep. you know, it's interesting to look at it. But what I am really, really interested in finding out is more info from this fellow who emailed me on YouTube because it's, now it's really annoying me. Yeah. Um, some, I'm, I'm wondering if it's the same guy. It just it just sounds too good. This guy just emails me out of the blue. He saw a comment I made on something about, I can't even remember what I was watching, something about maybe it was UFOs in New Zealand or... Something paranormal. It might have been you guys. I might have been watching hauntedauckland.com, um, one of their videos on YouTube. Um, I don't know, but he came to me. It was just strange. It's just the approach was strange and said, I know about a giant skeleton that's buried in a graveyard of Mungary Bridge. And there's really only one mu- graveyard of note in Mungary Bridge. There might yeah. be a small one that I don't know of, but there's one prominent one. And that was the one I sort of drove past and got a few pictures the other day. But Without this guy getting back to me, it's he's just dangling the carrot. It's a giant yeah. carrot, and he's dangling it in front of me. And as, as I suppose it's it's um, probably good to note that Mangere is it's quite a, a built up suburb. It's yep. not it's not a, a rural place or anything like that. It is a it is a suburb of Auckland City. So yeah. Um, well, it that, is now. It is I mean, now. Yeah. 
Some of the original inhabitants of, of uh, New Zealand, well, we've had a lot of uh, a bit of a fight at the moment over some um, uh, land that was sold to developers, some um, Maori land that's quite, well, it's very historic, isn't it, in the formation of Tamaki Makoto or Auckland. Um, and there's a big fight going on between a development company called Fletcher who bought the land legally off off the iwi who sold it um, and basically the iwi want it back and they've, they've had an occupation movement there for the past few months or so and it's got a bit got a bit tetchy um, when when um, when you're told that there's a, a, a giant skeleton at the cemetery though it, to me I don't know about you but it, it suggests that maybe it was put there mm. it didn't it wasn't just fall over die that's where it lays no and particularly because the cemetery would be a relatively modern uh, innovation yeah, that, as well that's, that's my thinking mm. that, that, unless something was reburied to hide re-buried, it yeah. but if you had a giant skeleton why would you rebury it somewhere obvious yeah and, do you know what I mean and if this person knows about it mm. why doesn't anybody else mm. or or do other people know about it mm. so you think it's an attempt at um, subterfuge trying to send me down the wrong path Maybe maybe being catfished, but maybe. But um, if I'm being, I'm going to get angry if I'm being catfished about this. How would you know? How would you know that? <laughs> yeah, would you, you wouldn't know unless, I mean. unless, like you say at the start, you get a spade yeah. out and, and like start more than likely, I mean, you're not you're not going to do that. Yeah, look, more than likely, I'm not going to find out no. <laughs> anything um, and, unless you come across a, a a tombstone that says "Here lies giant." Here lies a giant, exactly. Yeah. Um, I saw one in England actually um, in Windsor that uh, was it in Windsor? I'm just trying to remember where I saw. I saw a, a headstone anyway, and it had words to the effect. I might have taken a picture of it actually. It had words to the effect of "Here are big man lies" or words something like that. Was it big man? It wasn't giant because it would have stood out. The, it was something like the big man sort of thing, and I was like, "That's a strange thing to call someone," unless it was sort of a big little John kind of a character. Yeah. Um, which is probably holds more weight. Yeah, um, well, that, that's another good point. The whole little John, mm. you know, you'd you'd think that big people would be the 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 front man of of going to war and things like that. Yeah, you know, they would they would be the Operation Shield going yep. going forth and and taking <laughs> taking out everybody first before yep. the little guys come along. Yeah, you know, and yeah, you you don't you, you hear about these characters. Um, throughout history, who might have been big in big in stature, but they never really referred to them as giants. No, just just big hulking warriors. Mm, they sort of just it was a sort of medieval equivalent of calling someone stretch or yeah, and asking them how's the weather up there and yeah. things like that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Have you slung any slingshots at, at Goliath recently? Yeah, yeah. Things comes, like that. Here comes Chunk. Yeah. <laughs> is that a Goonies reference? Is it? <laughs> I thought as much. We're out of time again. East FM 88.1, 107.1. You're on the Occam's Razor podcast about the paranormal. Well, we turn it into a podcast, but we do this live every Monday night. Sam Collier from hauntedauckland.com has been my guest, and we've been talking giants. Just a reminder, um, you may be listening to this in the future uh, on the podcast, thepodcastradio.co.uk. Um, London's favourite and only 24-hour-day podcast station. We're very happy to be a part of the launch. It's launched, been going a week now. Um, they're getting some excellent reviews, excellent listens. Our listens are skyrocketing. They've got us playing at 10pm UK time and the family-friendly hour of 4am 
We're nestled just behind uh, Alien Nation with Joe Wood. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, and she's a bigger celebrity than me, so she, so we get bumped at 10 and 4 a.m. and she gets the, the primetime spot to talk about little green men. Yeah, well, maybe something to talk about, yeah, your UFO sighting. Absolutely. Get me on the show, Joe, yeah. if you're listening. And that's us for this week. We're going to leave you a bit of Robert Stack, Unsolved Mysteries. Hopefully we'll have our new theme tune next week. Um, our man has just gone on holiday and, and forgotten to send us the file. But we should be right. We'll uh, bring you that banger next time.